back to Views and Brews, Columbus Business First's mostly weekly podcast where we enjoy a local beer and talk about some of the things happening in the news. I am Dan Eaton. I am joined today by Mark Summerson, Carrie Ghosh, Haley Colombo, and Tristan Navarro. All right. All right. Well, today we don't have a wonderful sound effect for you because we bought a growler of beer, so we don't have that uh, uh, carbonated hiss of, uh, of the opening of a bottle of, or, or a can. So, yes. So you just have <laughs> to imagine. I ventured, uh, I ventured <laughs> very far from the business first office today uh, to go over to Barley's Brewing Co., one of the oldest brewers here in Columbus. They last week tapped their famed Christmas ale, and now that we are kind of officially in the season, I thought that would be a good acquisition for us to discuss here. So everybody should take a drink and start sharing their impressions. Tastes like a Christmas ale. And how does that taste more? <laughs> um, I had a Taft's uh, <laughs> Santa's Bribe the other day, and it, it tastes very similar to this. That one had ginger, vanilla, and some other spice. What was it? It's usually coriander. Nutmeg? Something. But it, cinnamon? It, yes. It was, <laughs> yes. Cinnamon and whatever I just said was in it. Vanilla and uh, ginger. This one, I don't taste the ginger, but I do taste cinnamon and... Christmas spices, if that's such a thing. Christmas. Carrie? <laughs> Gingerbread in a glass. It's my favorite thing ever. And this is, uh, this is our, by far our favorite. So I was angsting that I'm, I'm cheating on my husband because this, I'm, I'm drinking a Barley's Christmas ale without Dave. Sorry, honey, but it's so good. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't like to be part of this. <laughs> I feel dirty. <laughs> I feel horrible that I'm about to say this, but I I really like the beer. I do not taste anything Christmassy about this. What is Christmassy about this? I don't get it. That you drink it on Christmas. Yeah. Okay. It I is. don't even taste what <laughs> there is it's spicy. What basically. is basically mm-hmm. uh there's and a lot of. It's time uh, to say regulent. 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 <laughs> with it. I actually, I don't I know that this is regulent with spices. No. I think I think that yeah. the, the, the spice is there for me, but it's not it's not overwhelming. But you get yeah. like baking spices, as like a lot of Christmas yeah. sales is. I, I'm getting nothing. Like, I'm really? getting just. I'm Keep just getting, tasting. That's okay. Yeah. Everybody tastes different things. This is a, this is a judgment free zone. Like, it's good, though. But, but I just is not. How, what kind of beer would you compare this to? What is um, it similar to that you've had? Like a amber ale. I was going to say it's, like it's, that. it's a lot like amber's. <laughs> somewhere between an amber and an Oktoberfest. Yeah. Yeah. I think they start with an amber ale, and then they <laughs> add the different things yeah. to it. And this one is a little more subtle than the one I just had, the other Christmas. Mm-hmm. One. Maybe that's kind of a good part of it, though. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. knock you over the head with... Santa Claus. It's yeah. not like the equivalent... I guess what I was expecting was kind of the equivalent of the pumpkin spice latte of Christmas ale, right? Oh. Like, the something that's, like, very... In your face, aggressively... No, I think it's more yeah. about yeah. Yule log okay. warmth. 
Okay. But not being hit in the face with a Yule log. It's more like the warmth of the Yule log. But yeah. I, I would guess in the hit in your head vein, I think that does have a pretty high... I don't know what if they publicize the ABB, mm -hmm. but for many Christmases past of consuming a growler, I can say there there was some head hittage. <laughs> and, and a red nose. <laughs> Tristan, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing you... I, this is the first time I've ever had this one, and I feel like some of them, they just take a big spoon of cinnamon and just stick it in your mouth, mm -hmm. which is not my jam anymore. So it's, you're right, it's, it's subtlety is, is the word. This is yeah. head Did and shoulders. You, I, better than Great Lakes, better than any of it. I want to go back to your jam. Did you once have a jam where you liked cinnamon shoved in your Did mouth? You, weren't you in junior high and had that thing where like your friends would take the, the spoonful of cinnamon and eat it? I was in what? junior high in the 1970s. I, I was employed. Cinnamon was around was, back then, too. <laughs> they did have I was a gainfully employed adult at that time. You guys didn't do it? Am I the only one who did it? Wow. No, I've heard about that. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. It wasn't around when I was a kid. came from a nice neighborhood. Thank you. Isn't that like something where you can die? From doing that? Yeah, well, you usually cough up some cinnamon because it's all, you know, it's just, it's a terrible idea. I'm not condoning this <laughs> anywhere, but, um, you know, I have that reminder sometimes when, yeah, I, too much when I will drink a certain kind of Christmas mm -hmm. ale or another where it's like, uh, yeah. This yeah. is uh, taking it kind of to a 10 with the cinnamon, and this is, uh, this is all right. Dan, how long have they been making this particular? I don't know if it's since the beginning, but it's probably pretty close. Probably over two decades, I would, I would guess, for when, sure. When they started doing a Christmas sale that long ago, mm -hmm. I mean, there weren't that many craft breweries either, but no. it no. seems like now when you walk into a, a store, go down the aisle, beer aisle, that it's just littered with, well, it was littered with pumpkin beers not long ago. <laughs> now it's littered with Christmas ales. Well, I mean, Thank it's a... goodness. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a pretty popular seasonal style. I wonder, um, similar to pumpkin, like I wonder if people, if a lot of people still get excited. Carrie, Carrie still very clearly gets excited for this style of beer. Um, <laughs> My wife gets Santa. excited. Yeah. She gets excited for Great Lakes. Yeah. But yeah. every year she judges <laughs> against the first year she ever had it. Sure. She loved the first year, hasn't liked subsequent years, but this year she says it's back to that original taste. Okay. So she's hmm. back good, in good sense. Wow. Memory. It's cyclical. Did you know that in their um, tap room up in Cleveland they have like a countdown clock? <laughs> We, we, we were up there in October, and they had you know X days, hours, seconds oh. till we tap the Christmas sale. Yeah, but that so. is that is I think their you know I'm not going out on a limb to say that's their most popular oh beer. People would line up at mm -hmm. stores trying to buy as much as they could. I don't mm -hmm. think that's the case. Yeah, that's what I, I was I was the point I was I was getting to was that I wonder. Um, in, in Great Lakes is probably a little emblematic of that, where I think it's 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 very popular still. Um, they make a lot more of it, so it's not hard to find. It used to be hard to find. There used to be that scarcity, so people would get even more excited because it was it was hard to get. And so, so the fact that there's more out there, sometimes I'm I'm not a good judge of whether that means it's just because I see it that it's actually diminished in popularity, or it's still every bit as popular. There just sure. happens to be more of it out there, whether it's Great Lakes or or you know other brewers. Barley's is better. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this one, and I'm not a big fan of Great Lakes, so this yeah. one I, I do I think, like a lot better. You know, Great Great Lakes. Um, I it's it's a lot. Like it's mm -hmm. yeah. 
it's a little um, it's a little much for me on the that on mouth the mouth full of of cinnamon that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tristan was talking about. I will say though, I'm a I'm a Great Lakes loyalist. I mm-hmm. mean, it's like it's like graters and a black raspberry chip. You know, people <laughs> there are other people who make it. <laughs> it's just polarizing. Yeah. Something love- a little bit. You know, what? Oh, good, good. I thought you were like, oh. Well, what? The polarizing <laughs> thing about graters is the size of their. Yeah, chips. I don't want to chew. So good. I don't oh, want to chew my ice so cream. Much. I what? have very sensitive cheeks. That's, that's a bad taste. <laughs> so. It's just a bad taste. Flavors are good, though. I do not like that. I like, I like the I'm flavors, but I don't want to. I disagree. It's not treasure hunting because the treasure is right there in your face. They're these giant chocolate chunks. They're not hard to find. It's the. Treasure jumping. It's just mocking my sensitive teeth. It's so high quality. It's just so. You know what's also good, though, is the Kroger private selection brand of the same flavor. Like, the chips are not. I know the beer podcast. I'm sorry. Mm, that's all right. <laughs> the chips are not as big, but the flavor is still Spot good. On. Hmm. So if you, you know I'm what, Dan? Yeah, that might should, be for me. Yeah, it might be for you. Yeah. Because I'm lactose intolerant, I would actually just like a carton full of the chips. The chips. <laughs> just the big chocolate chunks that I can put into a cone and eat that. See, I, I like, uh, you know, I like the quality of the chocolate's good. It tastes good. I just really don't want to chew my ice cream. I love Grater yeah. so much. And one of like when I I did not realize until very recently, like living in Indiana, I did not realize that Graders was an Ohio thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I when we were like deciding to move here, I that literally no, I Google I Google mapped on my phone, like is there Graders there? And there was like oh, yeah, eight, there's and a I was bunch. like, What? Yeah. Like it was like this just pure, it's like a Christmas Day oh, feeling. Thank Bringing you, Graders. Because of you, we have Haley. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Wow, Truly, I did not realize that. It. That's great. Oh my God, not great. a Jenny's person yet? I've not been to Jenny's. Okay. But, okay, so oh, one we have the, to fix that. Yeah. Well, so having some food allergies, one of the things that I love about Graders is that they're really good with, like, manufacturing oh, stuff. without and, Trina. You know, yeah. Well, yeah. like, yeah. you're just separating mm-hmm. things and yes. whatnot, so... In a brief news tidbit, Jenny's and Land Grant are doing a beer and ice cream pairing coming up in mm. December, mm. if such a, a, a thing intrigues you. Do you want to read the keep Barley's, about Barley's Christmas sale? They yes, kind of yes, a, Anything please. to keep me from I'm singing. curious about the ABV. So the ABV is 6.6. 6. Mm. First oh, tap, November 1993. Okay. 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 That is old. They yeah, say, my first job. until Barley's Christmas Ale was born, we stuck strictly to the essential ingredients of beer, malt, hops, water, and yeast. When it came time to brew Barley's Ale, though, Christmas Ale, though, we dropped everything we're doing, grab some chairs, and sit around zesting oranges while we chat. We add them and fresh young ginger, whole cinnamon sticks, and organic honey to the brew. It's hard not to get cheerful huh. when doing such a special task. Yeah, that's amazing. I, That's I, I'm what it st- is. Now it's I'm starting to taste the honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Food pairings Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> pumpkin pie. Why not Christmas dinner? <laughs> well, you got to start early. Okay. Might, Thanksgiving it might not be dinner, around then. Pumpkin pie, standing rib roast, mm. hard cheese, fruitcake, sugar plums. No mention of Christmas dinner. Mm. You can sugar have all plums. those things for Christmas dinner, though. You can have turkey and. You can have a Thanksgiving stuff. dinner for Christmas dinner? Pretty much. Don't, can't you? This is America, last I checked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But they don't say turkey. Okay, all right. <laughs> so going back to Christmas ales, since I'm kind of new to the mm-hmm. Christmas ale game, the ones I've had taste similar, kind of like 
you know, there are like IPAs. Mm -hmm. There are some that are very different, but most are basically the same. How is, and we know this one's a little more subtle than others, but what are the big differences between all the Christmas sales out there? There's variations in the spices. The, the big changes would be the spices that you use and the uh, amount that you're using them. In, in terms of like a Christmas style ale, like these things. Now there are, there's a tradition in brewing that dates back to Belgium, I think in particular in Europe, where those breweries would put out specials at Christmas, but they're uh, not Christmas <clears throat> ales as we define them. They, they kind of call them that because it's the special beer that comes out at that time uh, of year. But that's, and that trips people up sometimes if you go to a store and you buy, like I said, particularly with some of the, the Belgian breweries, they will have Christmas beers, but you get it and it's, it's more of like a triple or a double sure. of some sort. And it's not like a super spicy thing. And then similarly here in town, Columbus Brewing has the Citra Noel, right. which is just, it's not, it's not like a lot of baking spices. It's just kind of some different hops. It's variation on a, you know, on some of the IPAs that they, they kind of do. So even though it's billed as Christmas, uh, don't buy it thinking that you're going to get this you know, you know, this even though they have a, a gingerbread cookie on, there mm -hmm. on the label. What about frankincense and myrrh? Wouldn't you put that in mm. a, a Christmas <laughs> ale? Not that I know what either of those taste like. I think are those they're, both they're edibles? I don't even know what they're yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're meant to, as embalming uh, I would, oh, agents. So mm. cheers, largely. Yeah. Oh, weird thing to bring a kid. <laughs> hmm. They uh, did not talk about cloves, but it is that seems what you're getting like out of it? Clove. I don't know, just like that's something that would it seem... Take, it only takes a little bit, goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah, it would seem like a Christmas mm -hmm. beer should have some cloves in it or something. Sure. Some know. might, you know, some yeah. might. So. You're going to have to try a whole yeah. bunch of them Yeah. Now, see if, which yeah. ones you like. I was going to say, um, of the other Christmas ales, like Fatheads has Holly Jolly Christmas, and it's like they just chucked a spice rack mm. at your face. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not the cinnamon, unfortunately. But why do people keep throwing spices at your head, Tristan? <laughs> you just what have you done? It's, it's an interesting life. Um, but you know, it's I feel like uh, there's a different level of spice, and every everybody's a little bit different the way they approach sure. it. You know, yeah. Twelve Dogs has a very popular one too, or a yeah. Thirsty Dog. Yeah, Thirsty Dog. Twelve Dogs at Christmas is which is was the original popular. Great Lakes. That is the, the urban um, I was going to say, I don't know if that, I've never done the research, so I don't know if that's mm -hmm. urban legend. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's apocryphal. You know, I don't know what the, the right term would be, but I've heard many people repeat that, that the the 12 dogs recipe is closer to what Great Lakes Christmas Ale used to be way back in the day. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if we're passing on lies or misinformation Fake here, but, but, uh, <laughs> but, but people do say that. They I've do. heard that. Okay. So. Some people say some people, yes. <laughs> some people say it was a perfect beer. Perfect beer. It was a perfect beer. Well, Dan, let's, no issues. Let's let's move to the uh, beer news of the week. We have a, a couple of new breweries. Yeah, yeah. So opening today, uh, which will not be the day you listen to this because I edit these on Mondays and we record them on Fridays. A little peek behind the curtain, uh, if you did not already know. Uh, but Taft's Taft's Brewporium in, in Franklinton is open. That is. The Columbus expansion for Taft's down in Cincinnati, they've been around four or five years, I believe. They opened up the uh, the Taft Ale House is actually in an old church down mm. there, which is a pretty cool site if you're ever down in Cincinnati. It's a very cool brewery. They have a production brewery down there as well with their first, quote-unquote, Taft's Brewporium down in Cincinnati as well. But their second is now over in the Gravi uh, Gravity Project in Franklinton. 
Uh, they get about 16 beers on tap of, of their own. It'll be most of that's coming from Cincinnati. They don't have a large production uh, operation up here. They're going to do some sours. Uh, so they'll do some aging there in that space. but And then they serve New Haven-style pizza. Does anyone know why Taft's serves New Haven-style pizza? Tell us, Dan. What is New Haven-style pizza? It's a, it's, a thin crust, uh, it's a thin crust pizza that is cooked in a coal oven. Which I think I there's some other not, factors. I had looked that up when I read your story. Yeah. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I knew it from numbers. watching mm-hmm. the travel ch- travel channels or food networks because in beyond the the broad New New Haven style, New Haven is uh, uh, famous for their the clam pizzas, which they have a clam. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no famous one no one answered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one answered my my question about why Taft's uses uh, New Haven from Connecticut. Uh, is there something to do with the Taft family? William Howard. William Howard Taft oh, yeah. went to Yale. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is why they chose New Haven style so pizza. So that was going to be my question is, you know, Taft, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, is yes. there an actual connection to the family or are they just naming it after nope. a famous dude? Okay. They use his mm-hmm. likeness on everything, um, including... It's public domain. <laughs> they have a tub room? Is that or a... <clears throat> the stage is called the tub. The tub. Yep. Oh, yes. Wait, oh, is that the... He was the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Their their, their logo the tub, is actually right? him in the tub. <gasps> Didn't he? Yeah. I don't know that he died in the tub. He got he stuck did. in a tub. Oh, right. Oh. They he died to, in a tub? I heard he was buried in a piano case because he was so large, <laughs> but I don't know if that's true either. There are lots of... More more apocryphal <laughs> tales. <laughs> about our largest president. Mm-hmm. Um, he was much better known as a Supreme Court justice yeah. than a president. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the, they they ran with his image and are continuing mm-hmm. to go with it. <laughs> what other beer news is this? Yes, week, more beer news. This has actually been a busy uh, a busy couple of weeks for beer news. So in addition to Taft's, Taft's is open now. Upcoming, not open quite yet, is Forbidden Root, which is a Chicago-based brewery. We've talked about them before. We've done one of the beers on the podcast before, so you can find them in cans around the market. Uh, they're a Chicago-based brewery. They're opening up out at Easton. So uh, go to our website. We have a preview of their mostly finished brewery. It's not quite yeah. ready yet. They're a couple weeks from opening. They say they hope to open before Thanksgiving, so that should be coming soon. But they are the brewery that uh, their pitch is that they're a botanical brewery, that they use a lot of roots and and herbs and flowers and other things in the creations of the of their beer so it'll be interesting once they get open to sort of see that in effect the event i was at the preview event the they weren't brewing there yet and their taps weren't hooked up so they were just serving what they had in cans uh which was a mix of ipas and they had a a rosé ale and so is mm -hmm. is this a good market for out of state or out of city breweries to come into town? Uh, it is. I think, you know, for all the reasons that you would guess, if you're familiar with Columbus, you know, it's a growing market. It's a diverse market. It's a transplant market, particularly, you know, uh, operations from Cleveland, like Saucy is coming here. Platform uh, is here already. Cincinnati, you have Taft's that are up here now. Uh, Chicago, with Forbidden Root. Uh, Brewdog, I guess, in, sure. in the sorts is, is in, in plant, although I don't know that we have a lot of Scottish transplants here. So in a in a rever- in a rare reversal, Brewdog actually opened their their Cincinnati restaurant in, in bar this week. So that's a, a a rare case of a Columbus brand expanding elsewhere in the state with a physical location because it usually tends to be the other way that yeah. people from Cleveland and Cincinnati come here. 
Taft's in Cincinnati is an experience that is worth going to. I mean, it's there are several church kind of breweries in the Midwest, but they have like there's a different feel for each of the three levels of the thing. One kind of feels like a speakeasy, one is more a beer hall, and one kind of feels like a club all in one bar. It's a nice space. Now, the one here in Franklinton is not it is not an 1850s it's church. Brilliant. Yeah, it's very they went with a, a sort of 80s 90s decor. It's a new built space, so um uh, it's an interesting, you know, it's a company with uh, a couple different spaces, but are very different from each other. So. 80s, 90s decor. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of pastels. A lot of colors. There's yeah. a, the, I saw there's a Bill and Ted of uh, excellent adventure fame mm. or up on one of the walls near William Howard Taft, which makes sense. I guess if there was any one that was going to be running into him, it would be them. So, uh, and then uh, we did not we did not do a podcast last week, but I also put in a plug for a story I did on 1487 Brewery, which is in the Plain City, Dublin area, which is a rare area that is kind of uh, void of breweries. Um, they have a very interesting plan. It is a it is a beer hall, a beer garden type of place. They expect to be open in. Uh, they're shooting for first quarter, so they're in the space doing their build out now. Hmm. They've actually are up and running and have been operating for a few years in Alexandria over in Licking County. And they have a tiny they have a tiny system there, and they're only supplying a couple accounts. So if you're curious about their beer, you can go to Walters at the Manor Corps yeah. in town. Sells 1487 because it's a very German uh, German centric. Tell us, tell us menu. about the 1487 reference, the year. That is, if I'm remembering right, it is not the year that the German law carry. Reinheitsgebot. <laughs> it is not the year. <laughs> It's not the year that that went into effect. I can't remember the exact explanation, but it, it is not the exact year that that went into effect. But the date is related to the famed, the famed German uh, beer purity law. So okay. read our story because it's explained. I did, in there. and I couldn't remember. That's I can't I remember either, you. and I wrote the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, you didn't do a podcast? I take one day off and you just I know, can't completely even do a podcast? I wasn't here. I said, well, I left to get married, so. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Nobody oh my gosh, congrats. So I left early, so to go get wow. married. I'm going to cut this out. Wow. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> didn't you get engaged like five seconds ago? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I like they, it. They rushed so, into this. I am years. with child. <laughs> so, <laughs> as you can Cut see. Cut that out and put it in the Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> we don't want things to be awkward. <laughs> so. <laughs> Maybe I'll leave that in there. Maybe you should. So. I bring beer news from afar. Mm-hmm. It's not really news. Just Beer information. <laughs> beer, beer exploration from beer, afar. Beer tidings. Yes. So we, we went to the Asheville, North mm-hmm. Carolina area last weekend. Mm-hmm. Good and place for beer. Really, we had a, a four-day weekend and really spent like one afternoon in Asheville itself. And, um, the only brewery we went to there was called Highwire. Mm-hmm. I like um, Highwire beer. Because we were waiting for the restaurant to start opening at 5. But when we, we went hiking on Mount Mitchell, the highest peak east mm-hmm. of the Rockies, the day before we did a practice hike at something called Lover's Leap, and that required us to drive back along the French Broad. We opted to leave the highway to drive along the French Broad River, 
which is a great river because all the businesses along there have names like French Broad Exchange. And you're like, is that legal? (laughs) But we stopped in a little town called Marshall, which had a little brewery called Madco Brewing because it's Mm -hmm. Madison County. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had something called the Salad Beer. Interesting. (laughs) It had, uh, the menu board said beet, tomato, keep forgetting the other vegetable, cucumber, watermelon. Interesting. So I kept calling it the V8 of beers, but it wasn't that (laughs) tomato-y. So it was kind of like an alcoholic vegetable broth with a cucumber water finish, and it's a lot better than it sounds. (laughs) And Dave hated it, and I liked it. Um, And I kept trying to talk strangers into it and failing. (laughs) I would have tried it. I would have had a sip just to no, see. No, yeah, what they it's gave like. free samples. Yeah. Liberally. So, did, so and then a lot of people were sampling one? it and then saying, I'll have the blueberry. <laughs> so what attracted you to it? You're like, oh I need just I need to experience this or like I love it tomatoes. Was salad beer. I love beets and I love crazy and I'd never seen anything like it. And then when I tasted it, I was like, crazy. you know, that's I it had a very strong cucumbery finish. Huh. That was kind of refreshing after the. Little, I can see that. I've had you know, I kind of like beers. felt like violet I've had beet beers in too. Willy yeah, Wonka, but in a, in reverse, so I didn't mm-hmm. swell up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do think cucumber is a very refreshing taste. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So if it has a cucumber finish, I could see that being good. Mm. On that note, I'm just going to suggest anybody who goes to Taft's um, again, the Cincinnati person in me talking. They do such wonderful, like chewy beers, um, a lot of porters and things. But the best thing on the menu, in my opinion, is the Nelly's Key Lime Ale. Which mm, is no, the best. There's a lot of wrong ways to do a lime beer, and this one is the best. It is, is one of the, it is a, one of their best sellers. Is it yes. better than the limerita? <laughs> Everything is better than the not the orange limerita. <laughs> Getting hit in the face with a spice cabinet's better than the limerita. <laughs> All right, we'll do uh, we'll do a quick round around the table. Final thoughts on the Barley's Christmas sale. We'll start with you, Mark. Uh, I liked it a lot. I thought it was subtle. It, it like. Tristan said it didn't hit you in the face with a spice rack, and I appreciate that. My first of, I hope, many this season, and my glass is empty, and now I'm sad. (laughs) I enjoy this. I would drink it on Thanksgiving and Halloween and other holidays. I don't don't get the Christmas element, but I like it. (laughs) I think it's good. It's probably good for somebody who probably isn't really that into the spicy beers. It's a nice kind of moderate one. You can put it under my tree any day. (laughs) I enjoy it. Thank you for listening to Columbus Business First News and Brews. Please check out our other podcasts as well, Women of Influence and The Wrap. We do them weekly, pretty much. You can find them pretty easily if you know how to Google or potentially use our website. (laughs) You're smart people. We have smart listeners. Thank you. And come back next week, and we will have more news and brews.